Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm super excited that you're here with me on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself, especially in the area of self-care. And so for those of you that have been following, following me for a while, and if you've listened to any of my episodes really since COVID-19 entered our lives, you know I've really had the, the privilege and the honor of, inter- of interviewing lots of different people. And, I've, and I'm doing that really for a purpose. I really feel called, especially now, to not just, not just give you the idea of what self-care can look like, but that there's lots of different things that you can do to better yourself even now. And I say that because right now, especially now, when we feel like there's so many things that are out of our control, there are actually just as many things, if not more, that we can do that are within our control right now. So my guest today, I'm super excited she was able to make time for me today. She is also my mastermind partner in a mastermind group that we belong to. Um, Her name is Dana Danawi, and she calls herself the hormone coach, which I love. Dana, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. So I pretty much let the cat out of the bag when I said you're the hormone coach. So why don't you tell my audience a little bit about just about you and what you do and how you came to call yourself the hormone coach? Sure. So like Allison said, I'm the hormone coach. I Right now, what I do is help women balance their hormones naturally using plant-based, grain-free, sugar-free nutrition plans and lifestyle design so that they can learn, you know, how to take back control of their life and not just, not just control in terms of what they eat, but what they do on a daily basis, how they feel, how they take care of themselves. And I teach women how to heal instead of a diet because every single woman, myself included, has gone through one diet after the next, after the next, after the next with the goal of losing weight or the goal of just shifting those numbers on the scale. And we know by now that that doesn't really work or it works short term, like a diet will work for as long as you follow it, but it doesn't really teach you anything in terms of how nutrition works for your body, how nutrition works as fuel, how nutrition affects your hormones. It doesn't teach you how to eat for life. It teaches you how to eat for a short period of time. And so when I first started off as a health coach seven years ago, uh, I was teaching women basically how to get out of the cycle of yo-yo dieting. And it it wasn't focused on hormones per se then, but as I went through my own journey, so I'm, I'm almost 47 now, and when I first became a health coach, I was 40, I didn't really have any hormonal, or what I thought, I didn't, I didn't think I have any hormonal issues. But as I've gone through this journey of working with women and my own journey of healing my body, I realized that for women, at a certain phase in our life, everything can be traced back to what's happening to your hormones, all of it. Um, We're tired. We don't have energy. We can't sleep. We can't focus. We are irritable. We, you know, you, you lose your zest for life. And then you have the obvious symptoms that start to show up like painful or heavy periods or migraines, um, night sweats, hot flashes, things like that. So everything ends up sort of leading back to right. What's happening with your hormones. So this is why I shifted my focus and became the hormone coach just recently, um, because I'm really passionate about helping women get to the root cause and understanding and discovering what really serves you, what really energizes you, what really fuels you, 
Because once women realize that and they realize that they have the power and they have a daily choice and control over what they put in their body and that everything you do, whether you're eating or drinking or dealing with self-care, which is what you talk a lot about, Allison, self-care is also when it comes to hormones. All of those decisions are either going to hold you back or fuel you forward. And the possibilities are limitless once you get yourself in that headspace and then put into practice the the food, what you're drinking, what you're eating, what you're putting on your skin is a really big one also, and really how you're taking care of yourself every single day. Yes, I could not have said it better. I really think that you know, for so many people, especially now with, with everything that's, that's happened in the world, you know, it's, we're always reminded, you know, of the things that we have no control over, you know, we're told, well, you can't do anything about that. It's already happened. We can't do anything about what's going on outside. You know, we can't change how other people act and all those things affect the way that we feel. And that also affects not just how we think, but the decisions we make. So I love how you mentioned that, you know, there are, there's plenty of things that we can do to take our power back that will help us make better choices for us. Definitely. And especially around hormones and around that phase in our lives where we go through perimenopause or menopause, the, the, you know, that traditional teaching or the, the common belief is that we're supposed to suffer. And if we're not suffering, then there should be some kind of discomfort and it's normal. And we should just accept it. And we should just literally power through it until this phase is over. Or you end up taking medication or you should go and take some kind of hormone replacement therapy. Like all of these options that don't ever consider that, well, if I look at the root cause and if I understand how my body's working, I can actually change this. And I don't have to accept this, more importantly, without having to resort to all of these what for me, it just feels like giving my power away, like here, yeah. take this pill yeah. or take that pill or do this. And there's nothing else that you need to do in terms of how you live your life every day. So yeah. it's so important to understand that it's, it's not normal to go through the discomfort during this phase. It's not normal that you're going to be in pain or you're going to be tired or you're going to, you know, sort of turn into, you know, a crazy woman, you know, yeah. that everybody has to stay away from and that you're going to be labeled as hormonal. It, it's not, it's not a label and it's not a truth that we have to live with. Every single day you have the power to change that. And I've done that with myself and I've done that with my clients. We are sailing through this phase in our lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's exactly what it is, is, is when you, when I think of the sailing through a phase, I think of there's, there's something else on the other side. And I yeah. think, for so many people, I think they just feel like the way that they live now is just normal. You know, it's just the way it's supposed to be. And yeah. if I can just work a little harder, if I can just push a little harder, yes, just do this and this and this, then everything will be okay. And it's not always quite that simple. No. And unfortunately, a big part of why, believe, why we believe that is because we don't see anything else modeled for us. We don't see yeah. different examples. We don't see different... We don't see people doing it or enough people, let's say, doing it differently that we can then say, right, I'm going to follow this way instead of what everybody else is telling. Yeah, totally. And also, too, um, you know, I know this is the case in in America for sure, is that, you know, we're conditioned that things need to happen quickly. You know, we're conditioned that your point, well, let's just go take a pill or let's do HRT or whatever our doctor says. And, you know, we want to believe and trust that our medical professionals are there to serve. And honestly, I believe 
that, you know, the majority of them are doing just that, but it doesn't always mean that what they say is what we need to be doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So true. And this is why when I emphasize with my clients and my community that I help them heal instead of diet, because when you say the word diet, it automatically, you automatically think of something that's going to happen quickly. A quick, either a quick process or a temporary process. And healing is neither one of those. Healing takes time and it takes patience and it takes you, it takes you implementing lifestyle habits that don't happen overnight. The results don't happen overnight. You, You start to implement them maybe right away. You know, you learn what the habits should be. You learn what the best foods you should eat are. But even once you start to implement that, the results don't happen in a week or two weeks. It takes time. And this is a big part of of changing also that paradigm of what happens and how the body functions and taking back control. Taking back control doesn't mean you're going to just flip a switch and you're going to see results. Really flipping that mindset from quick, the quick fix, the next best diet to a long-term vision of healing. Yes. And for a lot of people, it's just that that concept in and of itself is almost just too much for them to wrap their head around just for the simple reason of what you mentioned, that true change has never really been modeled. You know, we're told that, well, if we do this, then we'll be better in two weeks. And my industry is rampant with that, you know, yes. quick ways to lose weight, quick ways to get in shape, to wear your bathing suit or whatever. And it's it's so much more about the journey and the process as to where you actually learn to make the changes. Yes, definitely. Um, and so much that you learn in that process. I mean, yeah. that, it's not just, I mean, so many people come into my programs. Yes, they, they see that losing weight is one of the benefits. And usually that might be the thing that lures them in. But right. then they realize that they feel better. They, their moods improve. So something that shocks so many people is when they start to take care of themselves better is how they wake up no not cranky. Like they wake up excited to start their day. They wake up happy to spend time with their kids. They wake up excited to do whatever it is that they need to do. They clear brain fog and then they, you know, gradually over time they get really clear on what they want for their life, how they want their life to move forward beyond the physical health. So all of these pieces are not things that can happen when you just follow a simple diet when you just go and follow a meal plan that the only goal behind it is for you to lose weight quickly and doesn't take holistic healing into consideration yeah and i just uh, that i love how you say that because you know i see that a lot in my work too you know when people embark on a journey to get fit you know they often think that well i want to lose weight i have an event coming up you know one of the most popular in january in my industry we call the christmas season and mm-hmm. you know everyone is focused on what, what they want for the year i've got an event coming up this summer i've got a vacation or whatever and it's they're so focused on the outcome itself that once they actually get into the weeds of doing the work mm-hmm. that's where the real change happens yeah. And, and you, it's not that you forget about the outcome or the thing that you want, but everything just becomes more clear that at that point where people really make the decision that they're going to stay in or not, this is why so many people quit, you know, in the first couple of weeks, because they think they're supposed to see a change right away. Yeah. And they don't give themselves that chance. And it's yeah. when you feel those other pieces coming into play, they keep you motivated longer. Yeah. To keep doing what it is that you need to do. And then the motivation also around 
when you realize that you're getting benefits you you didn't even know that you could get yeah. it's just this realization that it's not just about the fitness it's not just about the weight loss and because eventually at some point reaching a certain number on a scale like that's gonna that's gonna fade quickly like the novelty of that is gonna fade really quick right so what right. they need to keep pushing them is how they're feeling and how emotionally how they're feeling mentally how they're creating literally a life by design as a result of taking care of themselves physically yeah it's just it's like you know what i like to call like the shedding of the layers it's like okay Mm -hmm. my head wrapped around this it's like now i can work on this and then this comes up and then oh oh you know i get up one day and i realize that there's something i can do that i haven't been able to do in a long time and you wouldn't have known that when you started out exactly exactly So let's talk for a minute about hormones and exercise, because this is something I talk about a lot, you know, in my programs and with my clients, and especially now with, you know, with COVID being around, you know, so many people are so focused on what can I do to strengthen my immune system. And that's something I found that, you know, I've really sort of had to tailor my message a little bit more and teach specifically to that. Um, So, you know, talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on that. With exercise specifically, it's, it's really key because one of your, the most important hormones that can go, basically can wreak havoc on your body if it's not balanced is cortisol, the stress uh-huh. hormone. Yeah. And this, people think that they have no control over, you know, how they deal with stress around them. And yes, you might not be able to control the stress triggers, but you definitely can control how you react to stress. And there are certain self-care techniques and definitely exercise is really important for helping to bring down cortisol levels. I always tell my ladies, um, a a sign that you've got too much cortisol in your body is if you think you're doing everything right, and maybe you're already working out regularly and eating really well, but you sort of have this belly that no matter Uh, what you do, it doesn't go anywhere. We call that a cortisol belly. That's when your body is literally pumping out cortisol in response to stress in your life. And you're not, none of us are aware that our bodies are doing this. So none of us are aware that if I just wake up and the first thing I'm thinking of is, oh my God, oh my gosh, I have all these things to do. And you're already sort of fretting over your day. That's stress. And your body's already pumping cortisol into your system without you even knowing it. If you wake up and all you do is have three cups of coffee first thing in the morning, that's a source of stress, your body's going to pump out more cortisol. If you have an argument with your husband, or if you're stuck in traffic, or if you're worried about COVID, if, you, if you're sitting all day, right? Yeah. Your body's going to pump cortisol because all of those are stress triggers. So we're not even aware to what extent our body is pumping this hormone, but there is an excess that the body then can't process and can't eliminate either yeah. it sort of gathers in the belly and we call that a cortisol belly so exercise is so important if you for example can't control your environment or you can't control your work circumstances or you just can't control external triggers what you can control obviously is what you eat and then how you exercise and for women at this age because they they're finding that weight loss might be slower or more difficult they feel like they need to exercise more and so they want to go out and do like two hours of exercise a day, seven days a week, or just like, give me more, give me more. But actually, because of the elevated cortisol at this time in our lives, you need to sort of find a sweet spot for exercise because exercising too much, again, can be a stress trigger. 
and trigger yes. the body to release more cortisol. So you don't want to be at home sitting, you know, sitting home doing nothing. That's going to trigger cortisol. But you also don't want to be at this phase in our lives, right? So it's different for women, the different phases in our lives. So when you are going through perimenopause, menopause, and you're feeling those hormonal shifts, an hour a day is a lot better than like two hours a few days a few days a week because those yeah. two hours really like stress the body the body wants something consistent and it wants something that doesn't push it but will still help to lower cortisol so this is key this is so important yeah it's quite and what i teach is is quality of time spent because mm-hmm. the biggest myth that i hear and just from all my years of being in the industry is that you know there's this preconceived idea that you have to spend at least an hour in the gym to see any results you know yeah years that's how it was and so I've always hung my hat on short efficient quality workouts I mean it's much better to have that and know that that time is actually working to your advantage than to just to continually overdo it this is one of the reasons why our population in general um, is not healthy it's because we've weakened our immune system as a result of all this Mm -hmm. so we it really is comes down to the things that we do daily yeah definitely yeah, and something else too, and I'd love to get your opinion on this too before we wrap up is, you know, a lot of the exercise experts um, and all the research that I'm reading now is they're, they're going back to what was taught when I was a student and that it's to be active all day. That you can do yes. more, not just for your health and your fitness, but for your metabolism, simply be as active as you can throughout the day. And that's one of the blocks that I teach in my programs too. And, you know, some studies have suggested, um, there's a guy, he's the head of the Cooper Clinic, um, or he was the head of the Cooper Clinic in um, Texas for years, Dr. Stephen Blair. And he did a lot of um, epidemiological research and compared populations as to, you know, let's take this group and they're at risk for, you know, diabetes, being overweight or whatever. And then you add being active to that 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 actually lengthens their life more than just controlling for weight loss and healing them from disease, to use your words. From a hormonal perspective, um, I would love to hear what you think as far as teaching. I mean, we can teach exercise all day long, but the importance of just being active and what that does in general, not just for our hormones, but for our metabolism too. Oh, everything. I mean, it's so funny you mentioned this. I, I was just having this conversation about my mother, right? So my mother is 67, not the healthiest person, right? She's from that generation who they believe in, in pills and a pill for every ill. So, but she's 67, she has diabetes and she has a little bit of high cholesterol and she's a heavy smoker. So really not the healthiest like example, but here's, and, and it was so incredible. It's so funny that you're asking this now. She has been, and she doesn't work out in the traditional sense ever. Uh-huh. But she has, since the day she became a mom and a wife, done all her housework herself. Uh-huh. So she, from the minute she wakes up in the morning until she sleeps, she never sits down. She does everything. So yeah. she's so active during her day, even though we're all grown and she's basically living alone right now. Uh-huh. She's not um, prepping something or cleaning something. She'll go out and water her plants. She'll spend two hours in her garden just doing anything and she'll say she's like if I sit down I feel like I'm I'm just going to my body will stop yeah if I if I slow down I feel like uh I won't be able to do things that I need to do and she during the so funny during the lockdown she was really scared to go out so what did she do like to get her exercise and she was cleaning the house and being really active 
she would like walk around her dining room. She would just pretend like that was a track or something and just like around her dining room. Totally. I love it. I love the innovation. Yeah. And as a result, honestly, my mom has more energy and her diabetes like doesn't get in her way at all. And she doesn't look like she's 67. And, and it's just because she moves and she's doesn't have a weight problem at all. And she never has, even though she doesn't eat really healthy, even though she's not like the perfect example of health, but the movement and that sort of the cumulative effect of movement over her lifetime and the fact that she can still move at 67 even better than I can during the day is incredible. And it's just a testament to, yeah, it's not just about getting in a one hour workout. It is about yes. moving your body from the moment you wake up until you sleep. Right. Well, and, and there really is truth to the fact that it really is the little things that you do daily that go yeah. so much further than just focusing on, I don't have time to go to the gym or I don't have time to do a workout. It's let's look at what are you doing throughout the day to add extra activity that you're, yeah. I'm not going to say that's, I mean, because for, for me professionally, that's never going to replace what a workout does. But right. you said that when you, when you add that in as a daily staple, I mean, it's like the sky's the limit as far as what yeah. you accomplish. It's, it's incredible. And, and you see it like, and the thing is we don't, for a lot of us, we're not paying attention to how much time we're actually not moving. Yeah. How much time we're actually sitting in a chair. Well, and we don't want to think that it's, it's one more thing that we have to do. I mean, should, I mean, I've always said it should fit into your, you know, the the right plan will fit into your lifestyle if you're committed. Exactly. So why don't you tell, I know you've got some really exciting, a really exciting thing that you just launched. So why don't you tell my audience a little bit about that? So just launched and we're starting the kickoff date is August 1st is my hormone healing inner circle membership. And this is a one-year membership that I've just created for women to be able to have the time and the space. So I've talked about that it takes a long, not a long time, but it takes time for the healing process. So I wanted women to be able to have a place where they can come in and know that they have one year where they can get guidance and support while they heal their hormones. So it's a one-year membership every month. Uh, we have a member site for all the members. Every month you get a module on a specific topic related to hormones where I give you some reading material. I have a pre-recorded video where I teach the material and then you have the meal plan. So the meal plans are really key. The recipes, the meal plans, the shopping lists, you get that every single month for a whole year. And then we have a closed Facebook group where I will do bi-weekly Facebook lives to answer everybody's questions and where I'm going to be available daily also for support and motivation. So it is, I'm really excited about it. It's totally brand new for me and my community. It is going to be a space where you can come in and discover, come in and see what's going on with your hormones. Unlike my other programs that are structured and They have a start date and a finish date. We all have to follow the plan together. This one gives you more space to experiment and more space to go at your own pace while still seeing results and getting the support that you need. Yeah, outstanding. So that sounds great. The hormone inner healing inner circle, right? Isn't that what you called it? The hormone healing inner circle membership. Yes. Outstanding. So what we'll do is we'll... um, We'll make sure that the links to that are here. So if anybody's interested, they can reach out. So wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, totally. So so let's assume that someone out there is listening um, and they're feeling inspired by what we're talking about. 
but they really just don't know where to start. And maybe they're not ready to enroll in anything. And, you know, I'm a big proponent in just pick something to start with today. What would that one, what was that piece of advice you could give that person? Honestly, I would say as much as possible, look at what you're eating throughout the day and see how much of it comes in a package and how much of it is fresh. Mm-hmm. And as much as you can eliminate foods that come in a package and have a list of ingredients and as much as you can bring in the fresh foods, the fruit, the vegetables, the good protein, the seeds and the nuts, stay away from the processed foods as much as possible, as easy as it is to, you know, pick up, a, you know, a box of something that's quick to make. It, it is also quick to harm you. So yeah. it takes longer, perhaps in the kitchen, it might take you, I know a lot myself included, it took me a while to get into the habit of making fresh meals that are, you know, I go and I pick the ingredients, I pick the vegetables, I pick the fruits from the market or the supermarket. But what you're getting again, long term, you, you can't compare that. So if there's nothing else that you're ready to do, maybe just take stock of your pantry. Like take yeah. a look at what you have in your kitchen. How much of that is actually packaged, ready to eat, foods that have a long shelf life versus foods that are fresh and basically go bad really quickly. You want the stuff that goes bad quickly because that means it's more fresh and it's better for you. Um, yeah, I always, I always like to tell people to go around the outside of the grocery store. You know, exactly. Basically, exactly. your strategy yeah. when you shop. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the that's the first thing to do is if you're not ready to change how you eat just yet, then at least raise your awareness. Take yeah. you know, stock of what you're actually consuming. And then the next step would be to gradually replace anything that's packaged and prepared and replace it with fresh food. Outstanding. Very good. Well, thank you so much for making time today. I know that with, with all the new things that you're doing, um, I, I appreciate you making time to uh, to come on my show and and share, share all your expertise with, with my audience. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know how much I appreciate your work and I appreciate what you do in the world. And um, I love, I love being here. So thank you. No problem. My pleasure. So, and so if there are any of you out there that are interested in maybe learning a little bit more about Dana and what she does, I will make sure that all of her links are posted right here in the show notes. So please do not hesitate to reach out. My mantra is always, if you're thinking about it and you have a thought about it, that maybe that's your sign to act upon it. So um, this is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. If you are not yet in my private Facebook community, please feel free to head over and join. We, that is always an open invitation for you. It's always available to you. And also, I just want to mention, too, that we are now worldwide with this show. We have thousands of listeners and thousands of downloads, and I could not do it without you. And I'm always, always so grateful for all of your support. I love hearing from all of you on all of your ahas and everything that seems to be working for you and everything that, you know, you've just where you've made the simplest little change is still a change. So don't ever not think that the little things are significant because they most definitely are. So please feel free to reach out to me. If you're not on Facebook, you can go to my website and click, which is cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us feel free to send me an email. And if anything spoke to you about this episode, or if there's anything in general that that you want to share with me, I always love hearing from you. I always look forward to to all of your emails. So this is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.